Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to The Master Communicator. Among the many challenges we face as real financial advisors is the sort of almost necessity of separating our own goals, views, beliefs, and values from the advice we give. And it's it's really hard to do, and I, and I think there's an element of it that shouldn't be separated, right? We should have opinionated advice, and to a large degree, that's going to be shaped by our own experience. But we do need to be really clear about the job of drawing out a client's values and goals and not inserting our own values and goals into their situation. Let me give you a specific example. Education. And the reason I use this example is because it, it seemed to come up. I was always surprised by this, but it seemed to come up more often than more often than others. I mean, travel was another one, but education seemed to come up a lot. Maybe it was just the nature of the client's age, you know, that I was dealing with. But and here was the situation. You you know, you would be in this sort of discovery meeting phase with clients and you would say to them, Let's talk about, you know, you mentioned one of the things that you really value is is education for your kids. Let's talk now about specific goals around that. Have you had any discussion? And by the way, these are using specific role-playing examples here in hopes that it will be helpful. So, right, you, you mentioned to me that providing education for your kids was really important when we were talking about values. And now we're sort of shifting into putting, you know, putting some specific parameters around it and calling it a goal. Have, have you two given thought to what that looks like? You know, for your two kids, what does providing education look like? And then I'm quiet and listen. It was strange to me how often they hadn't, clients hadn't discussed it. And there's more than once where there was really polarizing opinions. One spouse would say something like, I worked my way through school. They're going to pay their own way through school. And the other spouse would say, what? No, I, I want to be prepared to pay for the best Ivy League school they can get into. And I always felt it was always interesting to be in those meetings where you're like, is this the first time you two have talked about it? But I'm only using that as an example because there's also a real tendency for us. Education is one of those things where often we have strong feelings about it. Like if you worked your way through school and you had two jobs so that you graduated with no debt, or you graduated with loans and you paid them off, you feel you tend to have some real strong feelings about this. And independent of what your feelings are about it, we've got to be careful that we don't write our feelings into other clients' financial plans. Our values don't overtake. So one way I found it effective to do this was to maybe use my own feelings or beliefs as an example to start the discussion if there's a hang-up, right? Well, oh, geez, we don't know. We, Carl, we haven't really thought about that. You can say, well, let me give you one example. And I, I would tend not to say that it was mine. I would tend not to say, I mean, my feeling on it, because that feels a little like the advisor is now telling you what to do. I would often just use other clients' feelings, things I'd heard from friends or clients. I'd say, you know, I had a, I've had conversations that went like this. You know, one client really felt, one, you know, spouse really felt like, the, their kids should earn their way through and another felt like they should pay for any Ivy League school. And then, you know, obviously we have most of our clients fall out somewhere in the middle. You know, for instance, one popular way to approach this would be to be prepared 
to fund, you know, the tuition of an in-state school. I mean, that's that's sort of my own view there sneaking out. Like, we're prepared to pay for our kids to go to the University of Utah. It's an in-state school tuition. And, and we've had that conversation with them that anything beyond that, we're going to need to work together to figure out a plan. You know, it's not necessarily that they have to pay for it, but anything beyond that's going to require us to work together to figure out a plan. So, you know, you can use those examples to get the to get the thinking going, but it's really important that we keep in mind that it's, you know, the, the people who know, because my friend Tim Maurer has this great quote, because personal finance is more personal than it is finance, we want to make sure that the plan we're crafting, the strategies that we're suggesting get implemented, reflect the client's goals and not ours. And I hope this sort of, at least this kind of philosophical framework and even some of these very specific example around education will be helpful as you do that, as you draw out their goals. It's one of the, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's one of the primary skills of a real advisor is getting good at that. If I were to practice anything, you know, if I were to, I think this is sort of these in interviewing, diagnosing skills is are the golf swing of our business and learning, you know, getting practice, getting coaching on it is incredibly valuable. So let's keep that in mind as we approach clients. We're looking to help them get clear about their values and their goals because guess what? They're the only ones that know, right? The hedge fund down the street doesn't know. Yale and how Yale invests money doesn't know. You know, their neighbors now they feel about education. You know, the person that writes about about budgeting on the personal finance blog, you know, all of those things are great rules of thumb. And then at the end, we use them all. We talk about them all. And then at the end of the day, we've got to come up with works for us, what works for us. And the other thing that's really important about this is that that may take fine tuning. That's why your work is not an event. It's a process. You know, your relationship is not a product. It's an ongoing relationship, an ongoing experience with the client. So I hope that's helpful. And uh, that wraps up another episode of The Master Communicator.